Good evening, everybody. Tonight is February 16, 2019, and welcome to Ciencio Speak Sports. I am your host, RJ Ciencio. Now, if you notice my voice is a little off, that's because well, I've been hit with a little cold. But that is beside us. The show must go on. So, here are the topics for the show today. We're going to talk about a Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Who would you have on there? We're going to talk about my picks for the Alliance of American Football for the three games that have not been played yet. I'm going to talk about how the UFC can improve the product they have. I want to know what's your favorite streaming service to watch sporting events on, things like YouTube, stuff of that nature. We're going to talk about see the NFL can look at for expansion. And if you have a bit of a weak stomach, this like this last segment may not be perfect for you. We're going to talk about some of the worst injuries in the history of sports. If you want to get in on the call-ins, the number to call in at is 563-999-3462. If you want to suggest future topics for future episodes, email me at scantiospeaksports at gmail.com. Scantio spelled C-I-A-N-C-I-O. Scantio Speaks Sports is all in word. I also have an Instagram page under the same name. With that, let's get the show started. 240, you are live on the air. How you doing, Mr. RJ? How are you doing? Hi, right, this is uh, Big, Steve, Big Steve, Steve, uh, Steve Delicious. You know what's what's going on, man? Not much. Got a bit of cold this past week, so my voice is a little off. Oh, okay, well, no problem. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna say this real quick. Uh, many months ago, you you was. You and 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 Ronnie B was the first two people that talked about the AAF, and you, my friend, had talked about this league. Nobody know nothing about this league until you talked about it on this station, and it blew out like wildfire. So I want to um, thank you for that. You know that info. Oh, you know I'm, I'm I'm gonna watch it tonight. So um, you you go with your show, okay? I I'll be right, right here. Well, thank you very much. Well, so you're a wrestling guy, correct? Some capacity. All right. So <laughs> we have Mount Rushmore. We have four faces for four wrestlers. Who would you have on that mountain? Hmm. It's you know what? It's a whole bunch of wrestlers. I mean, um. My my stake on it, I mean, because you know you got the pay per view tomorrow. Um, everybody can be watching that, but I, you know there are more women wrestlers than ever before. I mean, more top notch wrestlers. I mean, you can name one without the other. I mean, I can throw some names at people, but for every name I say, there's five or six more women. I mean, I, I, I'll give it to 100% women. I mean, women wrestling is fantastic now. Some of them is more than better than men. So I'm going to have to give it to my girl, Charlotte Flair. I mean, uh, uh, her father is Rick Flair. I mean, me and him was born on the same day, February 25th. Woo! So I'm going to give the nod to her right now. All right, that's fair. Here are the four that I have from Mount Rushmore, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. The first one is one that people don't think of a lot, and that's Gordis George, because he was the first mainstream gimmick. 
Okay. The best lane. Okay, that's true. I'm uh, I'm gonna say Bruno San Martino because he has the longest WWF title reign, um, and lasted over four thousand days or just over eleven years. Um, I I would have Ric Flair on there because according to the Nature Boy himself, he has twenty one championships. And mm-hmm. I gotta give cool. the last spot to Hulk Hogan for helping the WWF expand into the world phenomenon it is today. Yeah. But if I'm gonna give it to a male wrestler and and this is he's one of my all time favorite wrestlers of all time right now and, and this is gonna be a, a name that a lot of older people know. And some of the younger people should look at his, his, his YouTube videos, and they will tell you about the state of wrestling now, and they can thank this man. Superstar Billy Graham. Six foot five. I've heard about him. Yes. Six foot five, 275 pounds of rock solid muscle. I mean, he had the voice like Dusty Rose. He had the body like a Greek Adonis, but he had that smooth-talking, jive-talking, you know, um, you know, wearing that cap, but he had a body and the strength to match everybody. If you look, go back to the old WWF when Vince McMahon was wearing them blazers, them regular color blazers, Look at Superstar Billy Graham from the 1970s to the 1975s. One of the best to me, the first, the first villain champion that people rooted for. I think another person who does not get enough respect is Bobo Brazil. Yes. He really broke down color barriers in wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it's hard to imagine, like, it's weird growing up in this day and age because we're not so far removed from segregation in America, you know, unless things have regressed so quickly, but, you know, it's just a reminder that there were a lot of barriers that people had to break down. Um, another person who I think could be in the running to be on that Mount Rushmore is China because, I mean, China was a genuinely fine figure and a real superstar in her own right. I honestly yeah. think, um, I, I think with people like her, intergender wrestling became a thing because of her, largely. And I know it's not a big thing in the WWE right now, but in other places, it's more of a big thing. And, and you know what? When you spoke of China, you're 100%. If, if women wrestling would not be today if it wasn't for China. China had the strength of two men. China had the physique. I mean, she, I mean, um, people, like I said, um, China, you know, and, and people don't realize, people, um, China was a, a former um, a Secret Service agent, you know. Really? Um, oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, she, Yes, she was a secret a secret service agent, and her and Triple H um, went to um, K- uh, K- Killer Kowalski School of Wrestling, and that's how they learned their knock. And both of them came out, you know, just about the same time. And um, the D- NXT um, UK women's wrestling would not be, and I, and I can honestly say that, would, would not be if it wasn't for China. I think Triple H know that. 
I know a lot of people, a lot of wrestling purists would know that. China was one of a kind. I mean, you, you could not deny her for, for going to the Women's Hall of Fame or the, or, or, or the WWE Hall of Fame because of her accomplishments. Forget personal thing for everybody. That, I mean, everybody. Her, her achievements in the ring. I mean, she beat, remember, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho in his prime. Jeff Jarrett in his prime. Men who were scientific wrestlers. She beat them too in their prime as a a female wrestler. I mean, you look at like Nicole Bass. You can look at um the Glamazon. You can look at um uh, Trish Status and all of the the wrestlers coming now. I mean, they all. They, you know what? It, it's scary to say that women wrestlers are dangerous now because of the moves that they 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 can put on. Somebody. Or I don't care what wrestler you're talking about. I fear all wrestlers because I know even the jobbers can beat me up. You you know what you you know what? Uh, I for one. I mean, I had to give my my shout out to my all time favorite jobber of all time, Frank Williams. You know, he used to get beat up by everybody, but Frank Williams was the man. I mean, God bless you, Frank Williams. I mean, he's still living though. I mean, don't get me wrong, but um, uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean. They, you know, like you said, um, there was there was an incident, and and I can go back. You probably was a young man. I probably wasn't. Um, that um, Mr. Saito and Ken Patel, Mr. Olympian, they went. They got drunk. They went to a McDonald's to go get something to eat, and, and they, they went to the window, right? Yeah, they went to a window, and they beating up. They 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 fighting like. 15 cops before they get mace and pepper spray, you know. <laughs> and they spend, look, they spend some time in person. They come, don't get me wrong, you know, remember Ken Patel's brother was the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. So, you know, you're talking about two tough, I mean, that family must have been tough, you know what I'm saying? But the Patel boys, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah, so any rest of male or female today can beat up anybody. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, and, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. someone who deserves ahead, um, credit for making female wrestling as big as it is is David McLean, who started Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling or Glow and Women of Wrestling or Wow as it's going by. Now, granted, those promotions had campy one-dimensional characters, but it did help get female wrestling into the mainstream. Yes, you're right. Um, like I said, you know, there's, you know, we had Mark Perez that comes on there, and he tells the real life about that it can take a wrestler 25 years before they can even think about hitting the big time. I mean, that's reality, folks. Not everybody. For for every Triple H, there's a, a jobber who's doing it, you know, like 30 years and stuff, and he's working a regular job like you and me both. Um, you know, not everybody getting to that set, but, you know, I mean, nowadays, it's hard work. I mean, it's it's like I tell people, you know, when I played football and stuff, that was hard work. I mean, I wish I would have knew now. I mean, it, it takes it, it takes smarts. You know, you can you can be an athlete and stuff, but you gotta have brains. I mean, a lot of us um, announcers like you, me, Brenda, um, Ronnie B, um, Mr. Kirby, we we all had smarts and stuff. And, and but you know, Kirby had Kirby got that. I mean, Kirby got that. You know, that physique, you know, I'm like, you know, back in the day, he must have been scary at 6'5", you know what I'm saying? Um, 
but we 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 tend to respect more athletes now because of the not only their smartness but the power that they do it and the modifications of their moves now. Don't you think so? Yeah, and also um you know I think respect athletes. I respect athletes more who use their platform to give back and promote change. Your Colin Kaepernick's, your LeBron James guys, you know. Guys who give back and don't forget where they came from. I'm not as big of a fan as guys who go spending lavishly and then flex on everybody. You know, I'm not saying mm-hmm. you didn't earn your money. You know, you earned your money. But Antonio Brown, did you really have to ride a helicopter to practice that one time? Yeah, and, I'm just but saying. you know what you you, you know, RJ, and, and you know what you from the uh, and you know that. I mean, um, you know what I mean. Take me for instance. I mean, we and I just talked to somebody today about it. In, in the '90s, I made so much money. I mean, that I mean, if I would have just knew a little bit now, I could have had. And, and I'm, I'm just guessing. You know, 28 years at one job, quarter of a million dollars I could have saved, and, and that's being and that's a regular job. Just think what what Ric Flair or Tolly Blanchard, the four horsemen that NWA. The dangerous alliance. I mean, I can name. I mean, DX. I can name wrestlers after wrestlers, all of the unnecessary money they spent. You know, they well, speaking of big name wrestlers, um, did you care yes, about Undertaker retiring? You know what? Um, it's a to me, it's a fifty-fifty move by him. Um, I think the 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 um the cash crunchers. They said it first. Um. You know, he's going into marketing himself. To me, I think it's a big mistake. Um, you know what? It's just so much people are going to pay for you. I mean, don't give me wrong. I mean, he, he was a great wrestler, great champion and stuff. But look at these young men and women now. Look at the moves. I mean, look at the end. Look at, look at the end of the wrestling. We got, we got Maryland. We got Maryland championship wrestling right in our backyard. We got Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania, New York. We just in our East Coast, just alone, we got forty leagues. Okay, that wrestlers yeah. putting up different moves, different things, different stuff. I want to see that. I want to see that on YouTube. I mean, I go on YouTube and I see different moves and stuff, and I like look, Brenda, look at that move, or hey, Ronnie B, you know, look at that move. They they do fantastic moves. I mean, yeah. We may look at Hulk Hogan, the um, the War Warriors and stuff, and say, "Man, that was awesome." But these younger men and women are looking at what they did in the past, and they modifying it to perfection. You know, um, like yeah. okay, uh, let's let's say NXT. NXT that was one of the most genius things that Triple H ever done. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. It it took a mad scientist. I, it's like he took SmackDown and Raw, mixed it with independent wrestlers, took people from Florida, OVW, mixed it all together. And go because I'm missing Al Snow's name because remember Al Snow, former wrestler, um, big, um, former at ECW, real big time. I mean, he's a trainer now. He's part owner of uh, OVW. Mixed it up. And look at all of these men and women up there. And then he took it a step further with the U.K. championship. I'm like, Triple H, where did they come from? Oh, my God. And now 
he did it again. Now he's trying to mix up with Mexican and um, New Japan Australia and all the yeah, you know what? You're 100% right. In Australia, and he's a mad scientist, and he, oh, my God. You know, he's, he's yeah. a genius, you know, pure and genius. we're talking about this, but we got some other topics scheduled for today. But listen, you can see this next week for sure. Yeah. I do think it's interesting to see where NXT goes next, but time for my picks for the Latin American football games that have not been played yet. So the games that are going to be played tonight and tomorrow are the Arizona Hotshot versus the Memphis Express, the Orlando Apollos versus the San Antonio Commanders, the Atlanta Legends versus the San Diego Fleet. Now, I have Arizona demolishing the Express 36-3, Orlando <laughs> destroying San Antonio 24-18, Atlanta squeaking by San Diego, twelve to six. Mm. And just for and those who are not aware, the reason that things was like twenty-one-seven in these predictions is because scoring seven points is not possible in this league because there are no extra points. You have to go for two. Okay, and um, I tell people the Atlanta Atlanta um, team is with the Washington Redskins. So you will see when you go to Atlanta. Um, Team, you'll see some of your Washington Redskins. Um, I say team. I don't call them taxi people or interviews. Ever. No, they are players. They are NFL professional players. Um, one guy who played um, for Orlando is um, everybody knows Quick. Remember Quick, y'all, the linebacker that we should have we should have had on our team. Remember him, y'all, preseason, Mister Everything. He's playing out like football. I feel that uh, NFL team gonna pick him up. I mean, he's playing. I mean, he's playing jet lag. I seen his game last week. I'm gonna watch his game tomorrow. Um, I'm rooting for him. I, I would love for the Redskins to re-pick him up. Um, these these um guys. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna change the subject they're to like skilled. the NFL. But the NFL people, they they now they gone to mad scientists. Now you got people. Picking, I mean, we got a terrific defense, and everybody say we should go offense and wide receiver and tight end and, and quarterback. But they got us taking defensive and linebacker safety. I'm like, you're trying to make us, like, better than the Baltimore Ravens of 2000. I'm like, wow. You know, you, you, you know I mean. Yeah. I actually have seen um, one of the Legends players in action prior to him joining the AAF. Um, Malachi Jones, one of your receivers, played in Albany in the Arena Football League last year. I saw him one game, and he was a stud. Calling it right now, Malachi Jones will be the Atlanta Legends team player of the year. Okay. I also see him in the NFL soon. Yeah. You know what? Um, I see about 30% of them because, like I said, these are all NFL players, okay? So they play, it's like playing It's like playing a little beyond preseason. I mean, some most of these players are going to wind up in, on an NFL training camp. Most of them are going to wind up on an NFL team or a taxi squad. So um, I will watch them tonight. I will watch them tomorrow. I'm definitely going to watch them tonight, you know. Um, 
You know, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm glad you got me hooked on it, RJ. I'm glad you got me hooked on it. You know, I mean, you are riding with talking I'm about it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad I got yes, some people watching with me. I'm glad I got some people watching with me. All right, changing topics again, because we took almost twice the time that I was expecting on that first topic, which was great, by the way. Um, we're going to talk about the UFC and how they can improve their product, because I am a mixed martial arts fan. But the UFC is not a perfect product. And living in the USA, they are the current top dog. What are your thoughts on the UFC and how they can put the product? Because I have some ideas. What do you think? The UFC, to me, can do better um, because, you know, you got Bellator. Oh, my God. Bellator was really, was this, their main event was really disastrous. I mean, I ain't never heard of a 15-second title match. I mean, it wasn't a title match, but it was the top contenders for a title match. 15 seconds, it was over with. Mesovic kicked the guy, uh, the Russian guy, in the groin. 15 seconds, it was over with. That was it. And it was over. Um, they're talking about getting a rematch. Um, strike Force is up and coming. I mean, no one for the prestige. I mean, Dana White, you, you, you're my triple H when it comes to uh, mixed martial arts. You are a pure genius. I mean, USC he is, is the smart. top dog. Yes, he's the king. Now, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Yes, sir, RJ. Now, I have some ideas for how they can throw the product. My first one is Pride Fighting Championship style scoring. Mm-hmm. In Pride FC, the scoring by judges was down based on the entire fight and not based on rounds. And I think that would be great to only the boxing scoring system that's currently in place because... You just try to accumulate points. I want people to try to finish fights. I yeah. also think a um, card system would be good because there are some things that, in my opinion, that are not major fouls but should be warning, like incidental groin shots, um, timidity. That kind of thing should get you a yellow card. An intentional groin shots, intentional eye poking, stuff like that should get you a red card and get you disqualified. Because well, I do think there I, are times... Mm-hmm. I yeah. do think there well, are times where there are mm-hmm. unintentional fouls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have seen that too. Um, USC has a good mandatory when it comes to that because if you do, um, there was one fight, I won't mention his name because he may come after me. He would do an intentional headbutt because he had a big lost head, um, Millerweight. He would do an intentional headbutt, and, and they, they put it into that. Um, they're good on eye poking, um, knees to the face, um, elbow strikes and stuff like that. They have, I mean, they have some of the best referees around UFC. Bellator, they can yeah, do but, better. You know? Yeah. And this isn't and just so, knock on the UFC. This is all of MMA. I mean, every company yeah. has its bright spots and spots where it can improve. So, for the UFC fans out there, I'm not just saying this for the UFC. I'm, I'm going to rephrase this for the MMA community. Because I, I think what the UFC has done well, is Dana White doesn't take anything. Like, he doesn't take smack talk from the fighters. He doesn't take antics. And I think that's no. really good, because in a sport of bringing so much discipline to not hurt the other person after the bell ends, mm-hmm. it's really important. If you hold a submission for too long, you can kill somebody. And I'm not being hyperbolic here. No, you know what, and you're 100% right. You know what, in all the mixed martial arts and all of the fighting, there's only been two deaths, two. 
and both of them was non-intentional. You know, one guy, he was bleeding from the brain. He got hit with a unintentional elbow in the head. And I the think, other guy, yeah. um, he, he, suffered a, he suffered a blood clot. And both of them was, both of them was I mean, suffered a blood clot. I mean, it could happen to anybody on the street. But, you know, nobody intentionally, like I said, intentionally tried to kill nobody. I mean, they had, like I said, they referees or Miss Martial Artists themselves. They are second, third, and fourth degree black belts. So if they see somebody in trouble, they'll break it up quick, fast, and in a hurry. That's why they have that, what they call that tap, the tap out. You know, you just tap like that. And um, they out yeah. of trouble. I only see also, I only see one I only see one person more. in concert. I'm sorry. There have been a few MMA deaths, but none has come in sanctioned events, and that is very key for people to realize. Sanctioned MMA meaning there are drug tests for making sure they're all making weight, making sure they're healthy prior to fights. Um, you know that's really important stuff because. If you're not sanctioned, bad things can happen. And that's something all sanctioned fighting is keeping cockfighting, but it is more dangerous because there aren't the athletic commissions. Yeah, but you know what? They, they, but you know what? You, you see the best thing with Dana Wright. You take six months off. That's the best thing about UFC fights. You don't go in like every like boxing. Boxing, you can also get you can get killed more in boxing than MMA. You take six months oh, off. Yeah. And, and, and that, and you know, during them six months, if you real injured, then you go, he gonna put you on the shelf for a year. But if you six months, you're okay. You go back to training and stuff, and then you promote a fight. But um, and, you know, I, I think it's one of the safest. Is for I'll, I'll give you a C to me a, a, a when it comes to um, um, their their fighting organization. I mean, I'd rather have my friend or my family member go into MMA than go into boxing. Exactly, and I've been in boxing, so I know I got my nose broke. That's why my nose is crooked now. So I mean, look, ain't nothing worse when a uh, trainer sticking a Q-tip up your nose. That hurt, ladies and gentlemen. It hurts really badly. Okay, as any boxer, he'll sound, tell you. It does not sound pleasant. It does not sound pleasant. No, it don't. <laughs> I I also just think that um, you know back to the dangers of the sport, like, I think going away from the one-night tournament, stuff that you saw in early UFC and Pride FC, um, you know, why I think it's more entertaining for the fans is just too dangerous for the fighters. Yeah. Um, like I say, women, you know, women are good. I mean, like I say, the same with the men, the same with the women. Um, they do good. I mean, like I say, women fighting. I mean, look look at Ronda Rousey. Top line. I mean, was kicking people butt left and right to um, um, my girl Holly Holmes. Just say, you know what? Merry Christmas, Kaka, Kaka. You know, and then Holly Holmes. What happened? She got beat, Kaka. I mean, it's just like you know, it's just like my my sport. So sorry, pro wrestling. Anybody can be beaten on any given day. Okay, so. You never yeah. know who. I don't care I mean, how good you are with odds. Mm -hmm. I don't care how good you are with odds. There is no guarantee, especially in MMA. Exactly. I mean, one, one, like one misstep, and you're done. That's mm -hmm. how big these people are. Mm -hmm. It's really and, quite and, impressive. And, mm -hmm. 
But but well, RJ, you tell on a lot of what you're doing. You tell on a lot of young folks very easily. You, you tell them the truth. I mean, the truth. If you if you get into that sport, make sure and make sure you go in there with with, with your sensor on your head. Okay, don't go in there and then all of a sudden you don't have much sense. Okay, go in there smart. I mean, go in there smart. If you hurt, tap out. You know, all yeah. great UFC champions had lost a fight. All of them. Yeah. Daniel Cormier, Daniel Cormier, Joe Jones, um, even the the great Brock Lesnar. I mean, Brock Lesnar. I thought he would never be beat. And what did uh, my man do? Put him in a leg lock because uh, he had weak legs. Brock Lesnar had leg legs, and my man put him in a leg lock, and that was it. Lost. It can happen, folks. Well, also, I mean, and this is true to combat sports in general. And, like, you know, I'm talking your pro wrestling, your MMA, your taekwondo, anything. Make sure you're getting trained by a legit trainer. Yes. I'm going to repeat that because it's very, very important. Make sure you're getting trained by someone who knows what they're doing and is legitimate in their respective field. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't tussle around with boys and girls. You know, I, listen, fighting with your siblings and stuff jokingly is fine. But the minute you want to get serious is the minute you need to get trained properly. Also, be ready to co- go with the consequences that come with doing such sports. I mean, you will have head trauma afterwards. You know, you will have you might have some form of CDE. So you have to acknowledge those risks going into this. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't want people to say I didn't know better because it's really up to you to educate yourself on what you're going to learn about the sport prior to it happening, prior to you starting it, because if you don't know what you're doing, it's so easy to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And, and, but you know what? You got one more thing. Make sure that you have the money to pay these trainers to train you. Oh, it's, to a, use, it's a lifestyle. That's right. That's a lifetime. It's five to six years. Um, there was a horse Gracie camp that when I was in Greenville, North Carolina, right by ECU College that I had went to back in 2005, a little, a little something, something. Um, I'm going to tell you what a Kung Fu teacher told me very easy. Those who know do not show. Those who show do not know. So I'm not walking around there with, with a Bruce Lee shirt and say, hey, I know Kung Fu, this and that. Hey, I got my black belt on. Like you will be knocked the blank out, plain and simple. So you go someone, like, someone like I'm like, oh, challenge you. Exactly. Yeah. This is, this is not the 80s, folks. This is not DZ20. You go watch. Uh, kung fu thing and then go outside then you're going to take on somebody no rj is right go to a a legit pro go to somebody that's been in the um the mma community either mma or boxing or both there are some there are some um fighters that been in both boxing and mma you may want to go to them it's going to take you three or four years in order to think, I mean, I know there are some people, and, and UFC do a good job on that. You know, you see them, they're they from hardworking families, they marry, they got kids, and they train, they train maybe 
eight hours a day like they got a job. Eight hours a day, every day, six days a week. They take one day off to get rest and stuff. And um, you have to do that. You got to get your body in shape and stuff because if you don't, one kidney punch, one broken rib, broken nose, jaw, you know, you know, expect to get them, you know. Am I correct? Yeah, and every, yeah, and everybody gets hurt, which is a topic we're going to be getting to later. Um, but you know, everybody gets hurt, so be prepared to shell those medical bills, you know, and be prepared to not make the big time from day one. I think there's a misconception that you just blow up overnight after one viral move or something. That is not how it works. Uh, and this is not just true in MMA or combat sports. It's true in any industry. The reason we love overnight success stories is because of how rare they are. Most people mm-hmm. get the big time through hard work, dedication, and lots and lots mm-hmm. of time. You're right. 100% right, RJ. It's, it's like um, this. It's like a pro wrestler, and I'm going to go back because I love that sport. I'm, I, I do. I love it to a passion. Pro wrestlers, and I mean it because I talk to professional league ones. I know amateur ones, and they tell you, you got to train your body. It's just like, I'm going to use Triple H, for example. He has the, the training center in Florida. You go in there. You got to learn how to fall, take a hit. And I'm talking about real hits, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a script thing. This is not because when you watch this stuff on TV and stuff, they are it's legal contact. Um, like I said, this is they they going they going contact to contact now. Ain't no more fun and games or you know this is let me write this in and stuff. No, they going um right after you because guess what? Um, like my buddy Vic Flair, you want to be on top of the mountain. In order to be on top of the mountain, you got to be. Everybody, okay, promoters, promoters going to either love your look, they're going to love your muscles, they're going to love your hair, the way you, and then the way you talk. It's how you talk to somebody. Look at, um, let's say, Leo Russ. Leo Russ with my man, um, he's the Intercontinental Champion. Um, well, he, he come to mind, but uh, Leo Russ, talk for him, Okay. Leo Ross is a athlete. Leo Ross can talk or talk and walk the walk, okay? So um, in order to, um, you know, be, I mean, you, you have to do everything. They train you how to do everything and everybody, you know, how to do certain things. You know, in other words, they want you to live a good life like everybody else. They're not about themselves. You hear the old-time wrestlers all the time. I trained this man or woman to do good or better than me. And, and, and it's, and it's yeah. an everyday life of any job. You know? And also, just like how you carry yourself is so important because, again, any industry, you have to pay your dues. I mean, pro wrestling is a great example of it. You, again, are not going to become a top baby face overnight. You know, if you don't show respect, you're not going to get respect. And if that means you have to carry on someone's luggage for a while or pay for the meals, be prepared to do so if you want to get there. You're right. Oh, and the champion is Bobby Lassie. I'm sorry. Bobby Lassie, big, strong, muscle-bound, got all the physique. Only thing he can't do, he can't talk. I mean, he can talk, but he can't. He don't have that 
wrestling kind of voice or, you know, as some people say, you can go out and speak to, you know, to people. I mean, people got stage fright. It's all right. I mean, I had it at one time, but guess what? I, I'm a people person. I love to talk. You know, I love to speak to people. I, but I like to talk to them about common <laughs> sense, too. Right, right, RJ? Common sense. Yeah. Don't go in the ring if you're not prepared for it, ladies and gentlemen, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, any sport. You know, like hockey. Like yeah. our Capitals, that's doing real good. You know, they're doing real good in, in the Southeast yeah, position. Don't they play second, hockey second if you can't Yes. Don't play hockey if you can't skate. Don't play baseball right. if you can't catch a ball. You know, don't play football if you're not ready to get hit. It's like these basic things that if you want to play at a competitive level, make sure you get your fundamentals down. Because I see everybody in the team all back in June these catches. And the and the number of two-handed passes that get dropped nowadays seems to be up. And I'm like, is everyone just practicing to be the next Odell Beckham Jr.? It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. You're, you're ignoring the fundamentals to become flashy. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I'm not and, against and flashy yeah. plays. I'm, mm-hmm. I love some trickery here or there, but that can't be your entire career. Unless you want to be a one-hit wonder, you know, only from mm-hmm. one play. Like, and even then, that's still really rare. I mean, yeah, David Tyree is best known for his helmet catch, but he had played a long time before that. He knew his fundamentals. Yeah. So yeah, if I be for a flashy thing, he worked on his fundamentals first. Because mm-hmm. it's rebuilding a house. You're not going to build on a marsh. It's not stable. That's like building on flashiness. You want to build on a nice, flat, dirty field. You get that by doing your fundamentals. Yes, that's true. You know, anyway. All right, we're going to change um, topics. Oh, no, finish your thought. We can transition after that. No, I'm going to go ahead. All right. So, um, so with the advent on the Internet, Live streaming has become a big business. So, aside from cable slash TV slash going to the bars and buddies, what is your favorite way to watch sports? Like, what networks or services do you use? I'm gonna I'm tell you. I'm gonna I'm be honest with you. Okay, I'm old school, and and we just talked about that. Me, uh, I I keep saying Brenda name. You know, she must be on my mind or something. But you know, when you we talk about somebody, I always talk about you. Okay. Um, you know, there was a time when CBS, March Madness, Madness is coming up, y'all. And March Madness at 12.15 used to be on DC9. And then there was, and then Bruce Musburger would say, this is live. And then he would show the four corners of four of the games playing. I'd rather watch it on regular TV with my boy or with my old lady which I will find one day soon, um, watch it on regular TV. Yeah, you got ESPN, um, NFL Network, CBSSports.com, your YouTube TV. You got all of that. But guess what? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a homebody guy, but I am a regular, regular TV guy. I really read sports on regular TV to show not only the love for the local networks, 
but for the love, love for the local kids that's out here too. You know, you you know, like me. I mean, I'm a Maryland grad, so you know, you I'm I'm rooting for Maryland. They're in a the Big Ten now, so they're playing a whole new different ball game. They, I mean, they lost they lost today, but I'm still root for them. You know, I'm still root for yeah. whoever went to Maryland. You know, um, you know, I'm I'm just a local guy. I love local TV. What about you? Yeah, I watch some smaller sports leagues on server on YouTube. Some plays live stream there. Um, obviously, there's Facebook Live. Some we utilize that. There's a live stream feature on Twitter. Um, there is live streaming on Periscope. There are lots of different places you can watch live streaming, and I think this is important, especially if you're in the minor league sports, because I guarantee you. There's a team in your backyard playing right now that you're not aware of, and you can watch them because, or if your friend's playing far away, you can watch them. I can watch the German Football League from my Facebook feed. I can tell you that before the internet, that was impossible. Pretend I was on the computer, I couldn't watch the league, period. Why? Because why would I need German television in, in America? It and for you know for your friends who travel and play the game, for your local leagues, maybe you're into a niche sport like ultimate frisbee. We'll get different live streaming services because they are out there, and a lot okay. of them are free. Like there's okay. another one called Pluto TV. I get you get TNA for free. Now I'm not saying TNA is the best wrestling product, but you're not paying the exorbitant prices that you have to pay for the WWE network. Okay. Yeah, like me, I only thing I cheat is when I watch wrestling around the world and that's when I cheat and get my 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 my, my independent cuz I love See, I love independent wrestling cuz you know why? Because I want you know it's like back in WCW when I mean well back in the day you had the North American title, you had Harley Race for the Missouri title and everybody going to all over the United States. That's what independent wrestling is, and I cheat, and I look at different TV stations, and I may say, okay, let me go to this website and watch this from Pittsburgh, or let me go to that and watch something from New Mexico, or let me go there to go watch Colorado. That's the only thing I would cheat for because I want to know each and every wrestler name, you know, so I do cheat on on different TV when it comes to that. For free, y'all, for free, okay? Yeah. And I think the internet has made it so much easier for us to watch what we love. Um, and it, a lot of these applications work on your mobile devices too. Mhm. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, RJ? You know, it's you know maybe ten years ago we didn't have smartphones or you know unlimited data or you know now you got. You know, you you can get you can go to Walmart and get a regular phone. You know, smart talk, fifty dollars a month. You can get everything. I mean, unlimited everything. I mean, you can get you can use it as a modem, unlimited. You know, it's that's 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 the new thing with technology. You know, but you know, I mean, some but sometimes you get old school and you want to hear like like you said, you want to hear a voice. You want to hear different people' opinions on sports and you know, like me, I got a bunch of Redskins fans waiting for me to see who we're going to take with the 15th pick of the draft. You know what I'm saying? And they still 
up yeah. in air. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a you know what? That's you know what? I've been a Redskins fan all my life. And I had never this is one pick that I had never said who are we gonna get in my fi- almost fifty I'll be fifty five years old next Monday. In my fifty five years of living, okay? That I don't know what the Redskins gonna pick. You know? Yeah. Oh, then what you got on your next agenda? Um, expansion for the NFL. It's been teased for countless years, ever since the Texans came into the league. The question that people are asking is, where do we go next? So I have a few cities mm. that I think will be good. One is a selfish pick. That one's being Hartford. We don't have a we don't really have a good stadium here. I'm just in Connecticut and I'm bored during football season sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Birmingham, Alabama. I mean that place mm-hmm. is rocking with college talent. It's got a good AAF team attendance wise. You can see the NFL team there down the road. San Antonio, Texas, is one I think would, that would be considering. I'd consider because a few weeks have three Texas teams. Houston, San Antonio, and Dallas are far enough apart for me to say, you know what, there are three different cities. And the last one I have is Portland, Oregon. And may not have the best oh, okay. venue capacity-wise, but you got to say, their MLS fans are diehards. Okay. Imagine that being applied well, to a football crowd. Okay, well, I'm going to go, I got my three, and it's very easy. One, Kentucky, because they don't have a football team. You know, they got ball, basketball, this and that, but no NFL football team. North Dakota, because they're Ooh. Division three, Division two teams. I mean, they are fully packed. I mean, much shout-out to North Dakota, y'all. I see y'all now, y'all green and yellow, y'all. You know, that's, that's somebody good. And then – um. I'm gonna go with you. I like I like Alabama to have a football team. You know, since since we already got a football team in the Redskins, we might well just add the NFL team to Alabama anyway. So you know, must, yeah, you're right, 100%. Alabama, you are correct, RJ. Thank you. And I think expansion is always fun to geek out about because you don't know what these plans are for building a new stadium or. You know, mm-hmm. demolishing an old one, so they don't force relocation. And it's just mm-hmm. fun because, and your heart of hearts, if you don't already have a team, you're always hoping that someone's going to move to your city. You know, people forget that the um, the New York Giants played in the Yellow for two seasons. Mm. You know, listen, I used to think of MetLife to the Jets and take the Giants back. Oh, okay. But but you know what? Here's here's my thing on my front, okay? And and y'all listen real good, Redskins fans. Okay, now I heard this plan. It's not complete. What I would do, I would tear down the old RFK Stadium. I will build a seventy-five thousand dollar closed-in dome stadium right there. Because guess what? When the Redskins play there, you can get to D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Through bus, car, and subway, right there. It's the perfect spot. Why move to Northern Virginia like I always heard people? 
Governor Hogan from Maryland, which I know, I mean, and I respect him dearly, said, you know what, uh-uh, uh, i tell you what, no, I'm not going to do it. I'd rather see D.C. do it. Guess what? I would love for D.C. to have them come back to the Redskins. I mean, my mayor, when she said, I mean, don't get me wrong, I mean, uh, Marion Bowles, so I can say her name, when she said, oh, I would love for them to have the, the uh, stay in there, but they got to pay for it. Wait a minute, you have lost your everlasting mind, okay? Come on now. Yeah. There are teams that you pay for half, I pay for half. If they say I pay for half, you pay for half, and then they get a name and right to a, to the stadium, that's fine and dandy. Come on now. I'm a little older than you. I may be a little brighter, smarter. I could have been mayor for D.C. You, 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 when you said that statement, I think you slapped a lot of D.C. Redskins fans in the face, okay? You can you, you feel a don't statement. We can have the Redskins. We can have stadium. You know everything in that close-in location. Okay, you know. I mean, my mother always yeah. said, "Don't wear your hair for a head, 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 head." I mean, a head cap. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. Yeah. And what about you and your Pittsburgh? Yeah, you didn't talk a lot about them. What's going on with them? <laughs> oh boy, what is it going on there? Yeah, you got trouble you there. You are a joke. We are a joke. I mean, we are about as disciplined as a group of kindergartners. You know what I heard? This is what I heard. I heard they're going to re-put the fresh tail tag on bail again. I'm like, y'all had lost your everlasting mind. No, no, no. Look it up. Look it up. That's what they said. Come on now. You know Steve ain't going to tell no tale. I got plenty of time. So look it up all day. They said that, okay. And then you, and then you see Brown with his fur coat talking about I'm finished. But and people say, but not so fast. Come on now. I know. Look, come on now. I'm a football fanatic, okay. I know the Rooney family. I know all y'all Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Y'all are loyal to your team. You were just like I, I Mr. Cook when we was rooting for the Redskins back in the day. Y'all loyal to a fault. Okay, but guess what? Y'all got two clowns y'all need to get rid of, okay? Cut your losses, you know, um, uh, Rosenberger talking about, well, maybe I should get me. No, you know what? You got a quarterback and a waiting, okay? I ain't forgot him either, yeah. Rosenberg. You know, Merry Christmas to you. You can go to, and you know what? Like I said, see, people forgot. It's no me and team. Thank you very much. Am I correct? Yeah. You're correct. We just got under 10 minutes left, so I want to go to a topic that, if you're a little squeamish, may not be your topic. Mm-hmm. But injuries are part of sports, so let's talk about the worst ones we've seen. Okay. I mean, I know one that comes to your mind immediately is Joe Theismann and Alex Smith. I mean, because you're Redskins fans, and listen, I'm sorry, those were brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think the worst one I've ever seen, um, and again, do not watch this if you are at all squeamish. No, I'm not. I'm going to have go for it. <laughs> Clint Malarchuk, when his throat got gashed open that one time, oh, my God. Oh. I've never seen so much blood coming out at one time in my entire life. Me neither. Oh, and my God, no, I didn't. 
And, you know, great job by the team by make, to make sure he didn't bleed out on the ice in front of thousands of paying fans. Yeah. And, and, you, and you know what? I can remember that to the day because the first, I mean, when he went, I mean, thank God for the team doctor because he went oh, yeah. to and he put his finger, he said he put his finger to his carotid artery, y'all. Carotid artery, don't get me wrong. No finger on carotid artery. Merry Christmas to the goalkeeper. You know what I'm saying? That, that was the yeah. one. I can, I can name two. And this one is a red skin one that people forgot. Jim Lachey, our all-pro offensive tackle. Remember him, y'all? We got the trade from the Raiders for Jay Strader. Well, one day he's blocking. He was blocking against his former team of Raiders, and he misstepped, and his foot twists the opposite around, and he's looking at his foot, and his foot looking at him. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh, no. But the worst one ever, and this is a, oh, you know, you were, you, you were fighting through in high school all day when this happened. And this is pro wrestling, faith, all-time worst one, was Sid Vicious, 6'9". Oh, yeah. Oh, I know oh, yes. Yes, Sid Vicious, That's right. Go ahead. You could explain. Go ahead and explain it. Oh, uh, it's from the top rope. He lands on his left leg kind of funny, and it just has the kind of just all of a sudden points out. It's yeah. like he snapped that thing in two. It looks like what happened when Anderson Silva got hurt in UFC 168 when he snapped his leg. I mean, it yeah. was bad. Yeah, but see, this is I mean, that's a work. visual representation. That's a visual representation of what was going on in WCW at the time. Yeah, but you know what? Um... In fact, um, Rick Steiner talked about that recently um, to see if this was about that. And Rick Steiner said when that happened, because Rick Steiner was actually in the match with him, and he said when he seen that, he started, you know, he didn't know what to do. He thought it was like something, you know, because WCW was so crazy, you know, later on through the days, and he thought it was a prop, you know. Oh, God. Yeah, that's no prop. You can't fake that stuff. No. I mean, at and that point, you just throw up the X. You throw up the X yeah. at that point and get an impromptu finish and get him out of there. Yeah, but you know what? Green, I'm serious. I'm, at the first time I screamed, I was like, well, my, me and my brother were watching the paper, but I was like, ah! I was like, ah! Oh, my God, no! And then they start showing the replay. I was like, oh, my God! And then all of a sudden, um, George Michaels, the sport, George, God bless you, George Michaels, George Michael's a sport machine. I think he only showed it one time. And he said, uh, turn your eyes, turn your folks, turn your eyes, folks, if you don't want to see this. And he showed it. I was like, oh, my God. Whew. Mm. Mm. I, I'm an then, and oh, I'm, I'm still, I'm like, whoo, y'all, you know. Then there was, oh, God, the real game in 2016. I, I almost forgot about this one. Um, Prince Gymnast, Samar, I said, um, within the qualifying round, and he went off the vault, and then all of a sudden, his tibula and fibula and his left leg just go in the wrong direction. Oh, yeah. Uh, I yeah. also find those kind of harder to watch than the blood fest, because 
Say what you will about blood, uh-huh. but it's kind of natural. Um, I still You're remember the Louisville guy. I, I still remember the Louisville one, and I was in Louisville when the guy snapped his leg in two when he made that shot, and he let out that horrible scream, and I was like, and I, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep that whole night because he did that. I was with my girl at the time, uh-huh. you know, and he let oh, out a geez. scream. And, 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 and if you look at it, all you got to do is Google Louisville player breaks leg, and you can watch it, y'all. I mean, for the scrum, not for the scrimmage, y'all, just so that you know. And you can hear this man scream, okay, scream in pain, okay? Um, yeah. You know, it's not, I mean, it's not for the weak part. When they start bringing up the air cast, when they start bringing up the air cast, you know it's bad. Yes, yes. Yes, and, um, you know, our quarterback, I mean, even both our quarterbacks, I was like, we were super think, but the spook, like I said, Alex Smith, the spooky one, when when Joe Thiesman was at the game the same day, the uh, defensive, three times defensive player of the year, it was uh, the same score at the end of the game. That was spooky, y'all. Spooky, spooky, spooky. It was. Okay? I just pulled up the, the image of Kevin Ware, the regional player who himself, I'm mm-hmm. like, if you're squeamish, don't listen to this. Maybe skip ahead 20 seconds. But if you're not listening, mm-hmm. so like, like halfway down from his knee, his leg makes another L. Mm-hmm. Still say Thiesman was the worst out of all of them, even say business, because that was on Monday night. And when they show, I mean, don't get me wrong, to see it, I mean, because, you know, back then they couldn't say, well, we, can't, we ain't going to replay it. When his bone Stuck to, you know, back in the day, you know, Jonathan wore them long socks that had the burgundy and gold stripes, y'all, and his bones sticked out the, ooh, yeah, that was it. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, OJ. Yeah. Go do what you do. Good talking to you, my friend. I, I'll see you next Saturday. All right. Thank you for calling in. You're welcome, sir. All right, guys. We just got over 90 seconds left. You can find Sanchez Speak Sports on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneInRadio.com, and, of course, BlogTalkRadio.com. I also want to just give a shout-out to a few other shows that you can guys tune in for. We got Championship Gold Podcast with Carnage on Blog Talk Radio, Face Up with Face Fire on Blog Talk Radio, and the Sports Report Broadcast on RantomRadio.com. Thank you all for tuning in. If you have ideas for these topics to be covered, email me at CianCioSpeakSports at gmail.com. Cianco spelled C-I-A-N-C-I-O. It's all one word. Also, I just started an Instagram page, so if you got more ideas, send me to those there because I'm really active on that. Thank you all for tuning in. Sorry for anybody that's squeamish. Sorry my voice a little off tonight. I hope we'll be over this cold next week. Thank you all for tuning in, and have a nice night. This has been RJ Scancio of Scancio Speak Sports.